Good evening. It's great to see so many people here on Wednesday night to worship God. I first would like to thank the elders and all the members here of this congregation for the support of the school. It is a very important work and we are very blessed to have it. So thank you very much. Let's get started. Uh, Can faith save you by itself? Can faith alone save you? There are many sincere people in the religious world who think it can. The Bible's clear answer to this is no. Faith alone cannot save you. I have one main point to this lesson. The point is, faith without being accompanied by good works has never and will never save anyone from their sins. By good works, I mean being obedient to the gospel plan of salvation. We must have faith in Jesus as the Christ, as stated in John 8, 23 and 24, and it reads, And he said to them, You are from beneath, and I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Therefore I said to you, that you will die in your sins, if you do not believe that I am him. You will die in your sins. We must also be baptized into Christ as one of the works of faith unto salvation, as seen in Mark 16, 16. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Paul says in Colossians 2, 12, We are buried with Christ in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. Let's look at what the word of God has to say about faith without works in the book of James. Please turn with me to the book of James, who is also the half-brother of Jesus. He penned these words through the inspiration of God. Please turn with me to James 2.14, and we will read through verse 26. And the word of God says, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warm and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus, also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But some will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by his works, faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God and was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then, a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Likewise, was Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messenger and sent them out the other way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without works is dead also. As we have read, faith without works is dead. Abraham, by faith, was willing to sacrifice his promised son to God. 
By doing this, Abraham was justified to God by his faith and his works. Abraham was obedient to God, just as we are to be obedient to the gospel through baptism today. In Acts, we read of an account of faith by itself not having the power to save without the works of baptism in Acts 9, 5, and 6. Saul was on his way to Damascus to persecute more Christians when Jesus appeared to him on the road. And so if you would, please turn with me to Acts 9, 5, and we will read. Acts 9, 5 reads, Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he trembled and astonished and said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. So at this point, Saul, who was to become Paul, believed in Jesus, but his belief alone did not have the power to save him from his sins. Next, we will read about his baptism in Acts 22, 12 through 16. So if you'd please turn with me to Acts 22, 12 through 16. Then a certain man, Ananias, a devout man according to the law, having good testimony with all the Jews who dwelt there, came to me, and he stood and said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that same hour I looked up at him. Then he said, The God of our fathers has chosen you that you should know his will and see the just one and hear the voice of his mouth. For you will be his witness to all men of what you have seen and heard. And now, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. So you see, his faith and the works of baptism had the power to save him from his sins. Paul is a great example of the power that faith and action has to wash away the sins of your past. He at one time was persecuting God's people, Acts 9.12. He also had a hand in the death of Stephen, Acts 8.1. So if Paul can be saved through faith and baptism, so can everyone who comes to repentance. Many people in the denominations have been taught and believed that faith alone can save you. This is simply not true. It is our duty and responsibility as Christians to teach the truth, using only the Bible as our guide. If their hearts and minds are open and honest, they will see the error in this teaching. But they must be taught and guided to the truth, just as the Ethiopian eunuch was taught in Acts 8, 30-31. And it reads, So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come and sit with him. We must be that guide and teach others to have the same love for the truth as we do. We must show the world our love for Christ by our good works. As the body of Christ, we must be willing to go the extra mile to teach those who are still lost. Every soul matters to God and it should matter to us too. And he called us out of the world to help the lost find the truth that is in the Bible. We as Christians are commanded to do so in Mark 16, 15. 
In this verse, Jesus tells his apostles to go to the whole world and preach the gospel to every creature. We must, we must be those people to go and teach it to every person that we can, every person that will listen. We have to give them the opportunity to hear the word of God and to obey the gospel. So we must be ready to get out of our comfort zone and help bring the lost to Christ by teaching the importance of faith and baptism, using only the Bible to show the truth in this message. Now I'm going to offer the invitation. If you have not yet been baptized into the body of Christ, you're only a few steps away. Salvation comes by hearing the word, Romans 10, 17. Having faith, as we read about in John 8. Confess with your mouth, Romans 10, 10. Repent, which is a change of heart and mind, which leads to a change of action. Acts 2.38 Then we must be immersed in water for the remission of your sins. Galatians 3.27 and Romans 6, 3 and 4. Then rise to walk in the newness of life and the Lord will add you to his church. If we can help you with this, today is, it, this day, it is best not to wait for this life is just a vapor soon to vanish away. James 14, 14, or 4, 14, excuse me. Or if we can help you in any other way, please come forward while we stand and sing.